0: our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Ready? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is I, Ragnar the Young, the old Ragnar. I'm kicking it to you live. You can't beckon to the heralds steel with the adventure. The elders request the value of life. Our party, or at least half the party, is in a very delicate predicament as Jarzak and Klika have moved in on a campment of orcs out in the, Val- uh, the Thalvir wood in hopes of tracking down a certain group of seemingly lycanthropic, 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 evildoers. Pictographic. But either way, the party uh, seems to be at a standstill as Anton and Norhill let the other two go away about half mile, where Jarzak's now trying to weasel his way out of what might be a combat as they smelled the cleanness of Klika all over him. (laughs) So with that, uh, as one of them says, you won't be missed seems like the rest of the camp about the 10 boys all got axes and bows at the ready what's jarzak do a uh, Jarzak's gonna cast darkness and hit as many of them as he can and be like you don't want to do this so as jarzak casts darkness you notice that as you do it no darkness comes your way at all your hands just like And nothing happens. And they all sort of like have like a skittered, like you move too quick by a cat, kind of like they'll like jump a little bit. And as they start to kind of like look back and forth and get confused, all of a sudden just hundreds of locusts come flying out of the lapels of your coat and come flying out of the open orifices of your face and everything and centipedes and spiders come billowing out of your legs and out of everything just come billowing out and just scatter amongst the orcish camp. And you hear an echoing laughter, Klika. you can hear it coming from Jarzak that is not Jarzak at all. And you hear this deep bellowing laughter. And after all these bugs go flying out and just start assaulting all these orcs who start like trying to like kick at them and squash the piles of them, they just keep getting bit and stung until they're just rolling on the ra- on the ground as if like they're on fire but they just keep coming out of Jarzac and keep assaulting the camp. And that darkness seems to kind of billow out like a low rolling fog and seems to cover some of the bodies out here. And inside that fog, it seems like there must be just more of these creepy insects and, and arachnids too. I've been making a lot of insect and arachnid sort of uh, mislabelings there. So I want to apologize to everybody who appreciates the distinctions between your common insect and your arachnid uh, Anton, has been attacked and nearly killed by two arachnids, not just your regular old buggies. I I just want to make that distinction. We're a bug-friendly podcast. But at the end of this, as the darkness seems to have encircled the entire camp, Jarzak falls to the ground with a huge thud, falling to the ground unconscious. And you can hear that echoing laughter kind of continue a little bit as he's fallen to the ground, Klikka. And Mm. I'll hear the sound of his jaw snap shut afterwards. That dark rolling fog recedes and just billows out of the camp. And all you see are ten dead orcs, all in like various like mangled piles left over from all the stung and poisoned bodies covered in hives and bites. And Klika just stands there looking. There's no bugs, no darkness, and just like a husked jarzackling on the ground.
3: Is <laughs> like can Klikka make a try and wake him up, I guess would be the first thing she does.
0: Sure. Klika does a quick look around the camp and sees there's no more movement or activity, runs over to him, and he is just out cold with his eyes wide open.
3: Jarzak, you gotta... Jarzak, we gotta get out of here. Hey. Hey, Can you roll me a death saving throw?
4: (laughs) You all just got possessed. What the fuck! Oh my god!
0: <laughs> what do we got? We have a four. <laughs> and so with that, you see his eyes begin to roll back in his head. Can you roll me another death saving throw?
3: Um, let's see.
0: An eight. Uh, do you want to grab me? in the rolls now. And so, as his skin begins to sort of shrink up on his uh, on his bones, and you can see him start to shrivel up, kind of like his Beetlejuice. Uh, can you roll me one more death saving throw? Fifteen. And so, with that, you all of a sudden gasp out, and you can see Klika as he just began to like like go concave and like shrug into himself and shrink in on himself. All of a sudden, he's like. <laughs> And you see all of a sudden all the air kind of like inflates him again and his eyes roll back and he looks pale as death. And you hear the voice in the back of your head, Jarzak, and it seems to kind of come at you in the same sort of typical poking way before. But it almost sounds like pleased, I guess, in a way, as if it's been satiated. And the voice in a very like rich way kind of mocks you and says, boy, wasn't that fun, Jarzak? what you can have when you submit to my will. I see you wanted to give in. You came so close to my kingdom, but I'm not done with you yet. You owe me. You belong to me. Go forth. Your power is incredible. you say that out loud?
2: Uh, no, that's in his head.
0: He's <laughs> just like, don't forget Bang. bang. <laughs> so with that, Jarzak comes back all kinds of pale in front of Klika. What's up?
3: Uh, Jarzak? Jarzak, I, are you okay? Uh, uh oh wow.
2: My uh looks like I'm having a little bit of spell trouble.
0: That is like puberty. That was not what I was going for. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong lever.
2: (laughs) Uh, But these orcs seem to be uh, the problem of the rangers, as I point over towards the pile of ranger bodies, which are hopefully still you can tell they're rangers. They are. Okay.
0: Borderline is on pikes over there.
3: Jarzak, you told me that you... Your power doesn't hurt you. It didn't
2: at that time. Uh,
0: I, I don't know what that power was. Uh, by the way, Jarzac, coming that close to death, you are now permanently paler than you were before. Not like ghost pale, but you definitely look like you just spent a season indoors
3: perfect i mean he was he was laughing jarzak he was laughing and you almost
0: died you don't recall any of what happened as soon as the bugs came flying out by the way like you like waking up and looking around lightly seeing that there's no orcs there except for corpses this is a surprise to you but hearing the thing mocking in the back of your head like you kind of figured you know two and two equals four on that one but yeah the laughter part you don't know any of what happened there hmm
2: So, Clika, this wasn't you, right? I'm just just (laughs) making sure, because I've seen you do some cool stuff. Just gaslighting, Clika? Like, no, 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 this was your idea. Ping pong, take out ten orcs, no problem. It's me, Clika.
3: I've seen you do some crazy
2: moves. No, Jarzak,
3: it wasn't. Uh, Yeah, that's what I was afraid you'd say. (laughs) All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Um... Why don't you go back and start heading back to the others and I'll catch up? Klikka wants to see what they were. Well, when you talked about Glory Wake, they looked over at that tent. So Klikka's just going to check that out real quick while you get Norhill and Anton. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to, I mean, not let this go to waste.
2: <laughs> He's gonna snag the blood sausage off the fire. <laughs>
0: like, put a bug on it. Gross. <laughs> I don't want it now. Like I saw him climb out of your eye. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, I'm not eating my eye, moron. But all right. So Jarzak grabs the plate. I mean, the, uh, the little cast iron skillet full of sausages. There's like ten. Like it's a lot. Yeah,
2: he'll 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 take he'll bag them up. Same for later. the leftovers, man.
0: Those creaky, crunching bones and pale skins eating sausages. It's like, man, I hate job. But, okay. So Kalika goes and checks out the the uh, tent,
3: and Jarzak starts heading back. Kalika's yep. gonna mark or, um, the, the orcish bodies, they have, like, bites all over them, or are they just pretty much just dead bodies? Like, they look like they just dropped dead.
0: No, they they have, like, hives and bites and stuff all over them. Like, they got stung and bit. Okay.
3: Klika's gonna put a bunch of dagger wounds in them where she would have attacked them if they were alive as if Jarzak and Kleeca fought them. Okay. And then she'll go check out what's in the tent.
0: Okay. And so with that, um, when you go and check out the tent... Um, This one seems to be filled with like barrels full of supplies, a couple of chests that are wide open, filled with like uh, gear for hunting and whatnot and sort of like camping gear. Um, But on the table, laid out with a couple of daggers kind of pinning it open, is a really rough sketch of the Thalvir wood in the area that you guys are in, south of of Glorywake. And you can see marked on it on the shoreline. Are a couple of markings of boats and when they're supposed to be coming in with more Orcish soldiers and overall like planned attack routes for the wood, as well as markings for the northern side above Glorywake, kind of where the gully is. A marking for a huge invasion coming in in about two weeks. Seems like they've got planned out like a hundred or so individual soldiers coming in. Fuck. So, Klika looks at perhaps what might be able to save an entire army's worth of
3: people. Okay, yeah, so she'll um, just sort of take, well, notes on it, but just sort of get it, like, pull out, Yeah, I, mean, I guess, a... everything out of the tent so that when everyone else gets over here, we can just immediately go over it and all that.
0: Okay, so we'll say Jarzak heads over, gets the rest of the party and heads back to the camp. And the party goes over and sees a bunch of stab-wounded orcs laying about. And they see uh, Klika has dragged out all the stuff from the tent. Again, all the weapons and gear are kind of like, you know, random stuff. I don't think anybody would actually use much of any of it unless you guys wanted to take up rations. There's a lot of like pickled sausages and and, uh, various like root vegetables that are hanging out down here. Enough to give you guys about another 10 days worth of rations.
3: That's 200 more pounds of stuff to carry.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's all. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I imagine Klika brings it to everybody's attention that there are battle plans on here. And they look very ominous. Again, Anton being very well acquainted with the shoreline and seeing the numbers matched up on there, this looks like what could be set up for like, again, like a throat punch attack. Like this is not going to be, like they, they set it up in a way that it looks like the Thalvir wood would be a thorn in their side and they would be kind of fragmented trying to block off what was going on down there so that that huge like spearhead could come in in the north and just come and wipe the city. So and it looks, and
1: it looks like to Norhill that they could actually pull it off.
0: It looks like if things go perfectly according to plan, this will be like the the foot on the throat that could be like the setup for the final invasion. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of like yeah. I say like D-Day, but this is kind of like you know what I mean. This is a foot on a Western front. And so Hilton
4: just looks at this and he says, "We need to get this back to." Glory wake right
0: away. Looking at the days and the timeline on this thing, it does look like this group that's out here in the wood are very much so like a scouting party. You've got at least a week before any of this stuff goes down.
1: How long is our shift um, to worry about the lycanthropes?
0: What do you mean, how long's your shift?
1: Uh, How long were we supposed to be out here? Or is it just until we solve the problem?
0: I guess until you solve the problem, but it seemed pretty clear cut that it was like going to a general location, scouting it out and figuring out what the hell's going on. And so, I mean, for what it's worth, you guys in this day could get to the location that was described to you (laughs) and then make it back to the town within another two days.
3: Do the um, Amirothian, were these guys rangers, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Do they carry like dog tags or anything like that on them that like symbolize who they were? They got the fancy little clip for their um, for their cloaks. Yeah, Clique uh, will just grab the three of them, or how, it was three bodies, however many it was. It was three. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the plan now for the party?
1: Norhill's is actually going to look at uh, the bodies of the dead orcs. How many are there again?
0: Uh, ten. You can roll an investigate check. Four. No. So- It looks like they got stabbed up real brutally.
1: You can see the insect
0: bites, though.
1: Like, they're not hidden or anything. Yeah,
0: they look like hives and a bunch of, like, stabbings and stuff. Do you have knowledge of nature? No. Okay, so it doesn't look like what would happen from getting stabbed, (laughs) but this could also be the kind of thing that comes from just getting attacked by insects. But you see, like, all all of it's Like, this is, like... (laughs) Some, like, plague-level, like...
1: Yeah, midwinter is not really the season for insects. They must have been carrying quite the plague.
3: Oh, well, um... They figured out Jarzak wasn't a bad orc, so then Jarzak used one of his spells and made a bunch of bugs to attack them, and Klika jumped out and helped. Jarzak has a lot of bugs.
0: I'll give you advantage on this deception check.
3: Ooh, Blasies.
0: Because the fact that you're going to try to cover for Jarzak like that, I feel like your heart's going to be very much into it. I'll give you the inspiration.
3: That's a 17.
0: And Jarzak knows that's a fat fucking lie. Like,
3: that is a fat fucking lie right there.
0: Just like, yeah, I totally cast that spell and had total control over what happened there. I did
2: cast a spell (laughs) and... Jarzak. I'm knocked
0: out, and
3: Cleekos—they're helping me back up. <laughs> it all checks out. Jarzak's like, is lying." <laughs> That's not how it happened. She must work for the Deceiver.
0: <laughs> that explains all the darkness, Anton. Quick, hand me the lantern so I can stop her.
3: <laughs> Lock Cleek uh, up in the manacles.
0: <laughs> all right. So, what did we get on our uh, our uh, insights? Hmm. Well, uh, that
1: explains how the two of you took down ten orcs all by yourselves. What are you trying to say, Norhill? (laughs) That that you used magic, and uh, the the arcane is certainly not something I very well
0: understand. You're trying to hold on to that bro comedy? I say you. Uh,
1: Whatever whatever (laughs) you did, it clearly worked. Do you think you could do it again if there were more?
2: honestly uh i don't i don't know if that's a great idea because uh it i think cleaker did more work than me
1: well you whatever it was you did you certainly look like you should be in your sick bed and not out in the woods
2: yeah that's why I, i might not be able to do that again
0: did anton pass on the check
4: yeah 13. okay
0: so, yeah, I mean, it just seems checks out.
4: Well, he kind of looks for a dark second. He's a little more like, do you need any healing? I <laughs> didn't oh. notice you don't look as good as normal. Hey.
3: Damn.
0: Oh, I just Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come after him after he almost died. Jeez. You don't know, see you making fun of you when you go to spider world.
4: <laughs> what?
0: Wow, Anton, you look really gross now that you're back alive. <laughs> Do you <laughs> want
2: to cure
4: wounds? I can give you a cure wounds.
2: Just because I didn't put my makeup on this morning, so I'm a little more pale.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a cure wounds, okay?
2: Um, no, I'm, I'm good. Right, I'm okay.
0: You- okay. And so did the party want to head off in the general direction of that river? From where you guys are in the camp, you guys would be able to follow it all the way up to that point we were talking about.
1: Yes, let, uh, let's put a step on that and uh, deal with this lycanthro business quickly.
4: If it goes for more than a day or so, I'm going to be, and Anton's like, I'm going to be honest, I don't plan on being out here for no more than two days if these plans are as accurate as they look.
1: That's understandable. If you, if you have to go, you can go, and we'll wrap things
0: up here.
4: Just us a nod
0: so with that, the party follows the river all the way up. And so about three o'clock in the afternoon, you guys follow the river up to what could be described as an elven site. It is clearly an elven wood as what you guys see is one of the large sections of hillocks, a series of like higher hills out here that seem to frame this section of river. You can see they end in something of like a large pond of sorts with what could be described as a very graceful and tranquil looking waterfall that is all but frozen over the rocky outcropping behind it stretches back uh, i guess wide about 60 or so feet so it's not a large place by any means but it's still like rather breathtaking almost more breathtaking because of its size um this waterfall is not compensated, but um, the it looks like much of the water that has fallen is a little bit frozen over and much of the water coming down is kind of trickling around the sides of it as this river doesn't flow like super hard or anything like that. Um, but with that, you guys approach this watery outcropping here and this seems to be the place they all described. So what would you guys like to do?
1: Is there a good spot to set up camp?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear out here because the trees kind of frame it around it. But if you guys would like to, you could set up a nice little camp overlooking it.
1: Um, is the snow sticky? Like, is this like snowball snow? No, it's still
0: pretty either? powdery. It carries on the wind really well. Okay. You know you gonna I make- have a question.
4: Did we notice what the phase the moon was in the night before?
0: <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> I mean, it didn't seem like, after hearing about lycanthropes and all that, I imagine those who know about lycanthropes would have paid attention. It's like a waning crescent. It's nothing important.
4: Okay, just didn't know. Anton doesn't know shit, so. Oh,
0: I mean, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, people would know about lycanthropes and all that stuff, but anywho. So with that, uh, so what's the plan? Is the party just going to sit here and wait it out? I know Anton had plans of being quick rather than sitting around and waiting. And I imagine biding time and sitting there and hanging out. It's probably going to bite at him pretty hard. So, yeah, I, don't know. I think he's going to wander
4: around a little bit, like wander around the perimeter.
0: It's it like below freezing, right? Today, it's not as bad with the sun out. Um, and it is wow. getting towards the like the end of the second half of winter. So it is lessening up a little bit. Uh, it's not terrible. It's like 25, 30 degrees out. And
1: Norhill's gonna like him chip a hole in the waterfall so that he can draw some water, and he's just gonna go around making icy patches uh, uh, all around okay. the area and you know, create some difficult terrain.
0: To get over to that actual waterfall itself, you'd have to like either go through the water or scale the rocky ledge around.
1: Um, I figured I could just preach it. If there's somewhere he can draw water from, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be directly from the waterfall.
0: Okay, um, can you give me a perception check?
1: Nineteen.
0: So as Norhill seizes the initiative, sees this opportunity to set up camp and do the militaristic dwarfy thing that he does, he immediately tells people to set up the camp as he's going to go check for some fresh water. And as you go walking out to the little ice skating rink of a pond down there by where the waterfall is, and the water is kind of running beneath it and heading to the river downstream there, uh, you walk out there and start chipping at it a little bit with the pick, just to kind of get an idea of how deep the ice is. And as you do so and look up and you start looking around, you see the waterfall and the glimmering, like of the water and the sun gleaming off the ice there. It looks particularly dark behind the waterfall. Mm. And being the Dwarfy Dwarf that you are, it looks like there might be a hollow behind the water and the ice.
1: Um, How close is it possible for Norhill to get?
0: What do you mean? Like walking across the ice?
1: From, you know, the banks of wherever you're standing. Yeah, I'm imagining like a little like, you know, rivery ponds type of thing. Yeah, so I mean, if you can you know, just circle around the shore to be closer to the waterfall.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could walk. Yeah, you could go over there by like the rocky outcropping, like I mentioned before. You can kind of scale the side of it or at least like do that little sidesteppy thing. But yeah, you can get pretty much just beneath it and get over to where the uh, water seems to be trickling down with the ice and flowing underneath the pond um but once you get to just about beneath the place you could try to scale up it seems like that dark hole back there which now at this angle you look up and you can see there's definitely a stone ledge and it looks like a cave mouth that goes inward but it looks like it's about 20 feet off the ground
1: does it seem natural or
0: um don't like It's kind of hard to tell. It doesn't look like it's really well worked, but it seems like it's been kept this way. You know what I'm saying? As if, like, this was a natural structure that's been made a home.
1: Uh, How far away is the rest of the party?
0: Uh, The other side of the pond, so about 90 to 100 feet. So they would have Uh, seen a little dwarfy skulky thing over there. uh, uh,
1: there. Norhill's gonna, you know, just uh, give his hands and shout across the pond, I found something. There's some sort of hollow behind the waterfall.
0: secret cave? Uh, can I get another perception check?
1: <laughs> Perhaps a secret tunnel.
0: Uh,
2: so Jarzak will start heading over.
0: Can I get another perception check? Uh, uh, yeah, but that's a two. Oh, good. Oh, no. You
4: <laughs> got a nine. Oh, no. It's <laughs> just grumbling, walking by the trees. Nine.
3: Eighteen. <laughs>
0: So that as the whole party starts proceeding over that way and kind of paying attention to the ice as they're stepping on it, Jarzak can see very clearly that at the last second, when everybody's kind of looking back up towards the waterfall, uh, Jarzak saw as everybody was still kind of watching people precariously cross the ice. You looked up at the right moment and you see two stocky porcine looking individuals Come running from the entrance of the cave and start kind of like running over to the edge of it, as if about to leap down. So at the last second, you can yell out and say, "What's that?" or something like that. But we got real initiative, real quick.
4: Yeah. What did you say? It looks like.
0: Uh, short, stocky, porcine men. Okay, right? they're, not they're not. They're not really short. I guess they'd probably be closer to uh, Jarzak and Anton's height than anything.
4: What's a porcine?
0: Like piggy.
4: I've yeah, never no, heard
0: that word.
1: Yeah, swinish creatures. Porcine. This is just well, making me think like whenever somebody something. says porcine, I just think of the quill boars from World of Warcraft.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking like <laughs> Island of Doctor Moreau shit.
2: <laughs> That's
0: all it is. <laughs> yeah, but Charles
2: will just yell out,
0: "Oh, we got incoming!" And so as you do, Norhill looks up and sees one of them come diving down at him. I got a fifteen. Uh, seven. Seventeen.
3: Okay. Oh, well.
0: okay, so it's uh, and Jarzak got 17, you said? Yes, so, so Jarzak, me, Klika, Norhill, Anton. Okay, cool. And so, with that in the surprise round, the only two who get to act are Jarzak and myself. So, Jarzak, uh, having made it a good ways across the pond, uh, the rest of the party are about 60 feet away from that location. And Norhill is directly beneath it. Um, Walking around on this ice, because of the snow, it's not super slippery. But if you were to move at a full speed, it's going to be very slippery. Or at least not very slippery, but it's going to be dangerous. And how far away are we? You guys are about 60 feet away from that cave mouth. Okay, and how far are they from uh, Norhill? 20 feet down. Like they're just going to jump on them. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't write this stuff. It just comes to me. Who does? <laughs> the old ones. The naked one. Oh, no. All
2: right, uh, with that, uh, I'm going to cast... I'm going to try this one more time, and I'm going to cast Darkness on Norhill.
0: <laughs> Get him, <'em>, boys! <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so with that, you cast the uh, uh, darkness over Norhill, and okay, so there's just a big globe. What's the radius on it?
2: Uh, Fifteen feet. Okay. So like just above them, but like he will be in it too. Just so they're falling into darkness.
0: Okay. And so with that, which
2: that I imagine helps with their landing, right?
0: And that's yeah, that's, (laughs) that's magical darkness, right? Yes. Cool. Okay. So with that, now on their turn, unless you – did you want to move up or did you want to just hang – Yeah, I'll
2: I'll also move up. I'll do my uh, bonus action move and then move
0: up so I'm next to Norhill. Okay. Did you want to do both those at half speed so you don't have to worry about the penalties? Uh,
2: Or
0: did you want to full speed it? I'll I'll do half speed so I won't be next to him. I'll be 30 feet away still. Roger, roger. All right. And so with that, uh, you guys can hear the sounds of like the – as the big piggy beast men jump out from behind the waterfall now into a globe of darkness and both of them come flying down at Anton. On, on the ice too. Oh, I know. We'll get there too. <laughs> you guys uh,
4: got They got to me already.
0: What? Oh, sorry. Norhill. You got, okay. You got to understand because I already call Anthony and him and you're Anton, you realize how many times I just do that. But anyway, yeah. um, okay. And so with that, they launched down at Norhill. What's your armor class?
1: uh my armor class is 18.
2: and unless they can see in magical darkness it'll be a disadvantage
0: i know okay i just i just saying and so with that uh one of them swings in and manages to hit you while you're inside of there you gotta remember i also got the surprise round on them, so i do have advantage for that so it cancels out pretty raw um, and so with that, a huge mallet comes and slops you over side of the helmet, and you take a total of nine points of damage as you're dinged upside the head, and both of them land to the ground at disadvantage on their dexterity saving throws, and neither of them manage to stave their balance, and so you hear a couple of meaty, crunchy thuds as both of them just, like, bunk onto the ground and seem to take some bludgeoning wounds from it. so with that
1: uh the mallets are not magical
0: i don't imagine oh Oh, no they got the super mario hammers (laughs) (laughs) we're dealing with prose all right they're writing poetry we're dealing with prose all right so (laughs) sorry I may or may not have had a craft beer or two before this game, so dad jokes may be a plenty. I'll try not to pig out. All right, what do we got? Oh, great. Okay, so now it's
2: a normal initiative, right?
0: So mm-hmm. back up to
2: me. Indeed. That was a surprise. Okay, uh, I'm going to use bonus action, move up, movement up, so the half speed for both, so I am in the darkness too. Mm-hmm. And, and they am- are both prone. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> He's attack, like that, boys. Um, attack the one that looks uh, least like a pig.
0: Okay, well, yeah, look at the improv combat. I appreciate that. We'll say that he has oddly greenish-yellowish skin, and his eyes look like goblin eyes rather than, like, black-pearly pig eyes.
2: Okay, so, yeah, I, I will that. attack the less piggy one.
0: And that is uh, 17 to hit. That's good. These guys are not wearing armor at all. They look like they're wearing like torn clothing or torn leathers for 15 damage. least that. And this was with what? The, um, just my battle axe. And is this counted as a magic weapon because it's your pact? Yes. That is a good thing. Yes, <laughs> <a> good. Thing. <laughs> Alright, and so with that, you slice him real good, and you hear a belching squeal as something bellows out in agony. Um, Again, who speaks Goblin? Just Klikka. And so it yells out, and it says, Kill him! Kill him! But in a very, like, piggy way. So Uh, now... uh,
2: I'm gonna use my speech to uh, talk to Norhill real quick and be like, uh... Do you want me to get rid of this darkness, or
1: you uh... can't see a thing? Please.
2: Oh God. Okay, but there's a couple of them in here with us. Okay, and I just just get rid of the darkness.
0: Now everybody can see very clearly the yes. four-time piggy guys in there. Guys, go for this one! I just hit him. <laughs> and so with that uh, the pigs spend half their movement to stand up and begin what could be described as a merciless onslaught. I don't know if anybody's ever seen an angered boar before, but they are a force to be reckoned with. And these things, in just a fury and a flurry, they start whipping their heads around, slaying with tusks, and swinging in with their warhammers as they just start swinging around all kinds of willy-nilly. So two attacks in on Jarzak, and two attacks in on Norhill. Um, The
1: first attack against Jarzak is going to have disadvantage.
0: Ooh, look at you! So he swings in with the warhammer, and I got a 13. Oh, 14 armor class. He oh is... look at
3: that. See, look at
0: that! I felt bad. I thought it was 13, and I was like, I, "Yeah, Jarzak does not have great armor." So, <laughs> very good. Okay, and then he tries to stab you with his tusks, and oh, sorry, I rolled two of them. Um, but that time he did hit with a 22. Uh, can I get a Constitution saving throw from you?
3: Oh boy.
0: I'm sure this is just nothing. You take Ooh. nine points of damage, by the way. Oh Seventeen. Okay. And so it stabs into you with a tusk into your ribs, and it hurts like a mother. Now the two attacks in on Norhill. So what's your armor class? Eighteen. Eighteen. So with that, it manages to swing it again with its war hammer on you, the big, the big maul there, and it decks you for a total of eleven points of damage. Oof! Yeah, these things mean business. And so now they're going to use the rest of their movement to kind of, like, get away from you guys, having seen the smaller Clika to the side. And they're both going to try to make a mad dash over to her. Hi, I'm Clika. So you can get attacks of opportunity if you guys would like to spend your reactions.
1: I already spent my reaction.
0: There you go. I uh, will take the attack of opportunity. Unless piggy.
2: Yes. Roger. Which we're flanking it right i'll give it to you yes uh nat 20 on my first roll so it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, perfect and i did less damage you've uh, 13
0: damage <laughs> <laughs> very good okay so you wound it and the thing looks like it's on the verge of being bloodied but they start to rush across this little frozen patch to get to the other side to Klika, uh, and both of them with flying colors gracefully like little figure skaters go running across here uh, doing a couple of triple axel jumping spins there um but with that they made it about 15 or so feet away from jarzak and norhill and are about 45 feet away from anton and Klika. So now it goes to
3: Cleeks, right? I don't know. I don't have initiative order, Dan. That's it's you. Is. okay. Uh, 45 feet away. Indeed. Uh, Cleek will take a shot with her light crossbow then.
0: Is this a magical crossbow? Nope. Are these magical uh,
3: crossbow bolts? I mean, we had plus one arrows. Can I put an arrow in it?
0: No, nope.
3: then uh, no, they aren't. Uh oh. Okay.
0: I mean, you would, you would know that you couldn't use the anything other than magical and silver to get them. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have to waste the attack.
2: You can throw the dagger. I imagine Kleka would be the one to hold that.
0: The silver.
3: They're forty-five from us. Yep. They used half their movement to stand up and they got 15 feet. So they have 30 feet of movement. I will move 15 feet backwards. <laughs> <You bitch. laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yes. So now. Uh, okay. So that's your move. Yeah. Roger. All right. I'll put on dodge too, just in case they have some kind of fuckery.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. Now it goes to Norhill. Hill. Okay, so
1: Norhill is actually going to have to move slightly faster than half speed in order <laughs> to take the distance
0: to one of them. I mean, I'll give it to you if you use your whole movement. I'll let you say you move there safely. Okay.
1: Uh, so Norhill is going to walk up and he is going to attempt to take a swing at whichever one is closest, probably less piggy. Okay. That's the one that's been getting hurt. <laughs> and. Um, Last page. Go retrieve my die that I threw across
2: the road. And that dice is
1: gone. Yeah. (laughs) And natural one.
0: You know, (laughs) it was worth it. I'm glad we brought it back. All right. Uh, So you moved up and you swung at it and you're like, Uh, and you miss and hit the ice, leaving a nice, gentle crack in it. Um, Now it goes to Anton.
4: So, quick question: Any? I'm assuming we're on ice. Any fire-based spells will give us some problems,
0: right? I don't know, Ronnie. That's for you to find out.
4: I'm gonna say yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from them.
0: Um, I'm if you don't miss and always hit your target, as long as your target's not the ice, you're probably in good shape. That fireball spell, however, maybe not a great idea. Or get no. the ice right in front of them and uh, make it rough terrain?
4: But then, it might mess up the rest of us.
0: I don't know. Come on, Ronnie, play
2: like a I mean,
1: You know, Norhill and Jarzak are standing on the ice, and Norhill yeah, but, wearing heavy armor. But Jarzak
2: can
0: swim. We all know this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> this is canon too. Yeah. Jarzak <laughs> drowns. It's it's that's that's the uh, that's the. Ending. How
4: many feet away are from me again? Forty-five.
0: Mm,
4: I could really either do sacred flame.
0: Come on, Ronnie, scorch and Ray, toast them.
4: Well, that's what I'm wondering, if I should just shoot Scorching Ray.
0: Hell yeah. Aim for the ice beneath their feet, Ronnie. Play like the creative character I know you are.
4: Well, I wanted to, but I know if that'd fuck up the rest of us, you know? Yeah. like
0: I'm sure Norhill will be fine.
4: I don't think he'll be fine.
0: You can tell him to
1: watch out. The, the, this is that uh, one guy, dwarves can't swim, they
0: just sink. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> They're just too dense. They're like rocks. Hey, Ronnie, are you shooting at the ice beneath their feet, or are you shooting at them?
4: I'm gonna shoot at them. I'm going to aim one of the rays at the injured one and two of the rays at the not injured one. Ronnie. So,
0: Far away, Ronnie. One second. I'm just going to mark this on my sheet.
4: So the first one.
0: I'll, I'll say it again. These guys do not look heavily armored but by any means. They are frenzied little pork zerkers and they are not trying to protect themselves at all.
2: Does the less piggy look uh, bloody at all or no? Close to it, but he's
0: not bloody. Okay.
4: So I got 11
0: for the hit.
4: first. Oh, oh shit.
0: I, these guys are, are big bulky dudes that are not trying to protect themselves.
4: Uh, oh, fuck. The injured one got 12 points of damage.
0: Damn. Ooh, that, the image for that.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh shit. Well that one looks bloodied now as a blistering heat comes and cooks his chest.
4: Next. Oh. Uh this is the first shot and the second one. Oh I critted.
0: Ooh, that's double the damage. That's four dice, right?
4: Oh no. Pull that character. Let's
0: see what you got for your ability score, Ronnie.
4: Uh-huh.
0: So this is what it sounds like. This is the ASMR of Ronnie finding dice. Ronnie, can you move to Michael? Four
4: points bit? of damage. How much? Fourteen. Woo! I got one more.
0: Hey, the second one. Like, you got to do the scorching ray.
4: Uh, twenty with um not
0: not crit twenty added.
4: Uh, four points of damage. How much? Four. Four.
0: Well, yeah, that was a real lackluster little ending there. Crits, max damages, and then arc. All right, so yeah, uh, holding up your lantern and catching the light at the right angle, bouncing off the ice, you managed to shoot some hyper polarized fucking light beams and borderline incinerate pig boys as you smell bacon cracking. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and now, is that it for your turn, or did you want to move?
4: Um. Did you want to move? I don't think I'm gonna move now
0: Roger Roger. all right jarzak top of the round round two what do you got for me okay I'm uh
2: hmm I'm uh move on to the ice use my regular move because yeah they're only fifteen so I can get there with my regular uh I want to use my uh, Hexblade's curse on the injured one okay
0: the less piggy yeah less piggy than piggy I hope that gets in all your heads and i attack it it's what you all deserve
2: can I set up flanking with uh, Norhill on Uh, that
0: one or I'll give it to you if you choose to do a acrobatics check
2: nope okay I will just uh, I, I rolled a 15 to hit so
0: oh wait you could bonus action oh no the hex blades cursed yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning the economy as the dungeon master. I appreciate it.
2: And that is going
0: to be... Are you kidding me? Eh? Uh. 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 Dramatic eh uh noise. It is going to
2: be seven damage. <laughs> Yeah, minimum damage
0: Okay, so you rush up and you slice one in the back Is that it for your turn? Yep Okay, so now uh, The two of them that are still out here on the pond uh, They just start to do another one of those Merciless onslaughts on the two of them Uh, Is Norhill going to pull The Yu-Gi-Oh reaction card on me And be like, counter
1: Yeah Um, The Tusk attack On Jarzak is going to get that
0: Specifics, I like it. All right, Thank you uh, an eighteen with the maul. and so he swings in with hefty mall action and ideal, uh, almost minimum, six points of damage, and then the tusk attack at disadvantage. Uh, I got a fifteen. That'll do it. I get a con saving throw. I pulled my shield out. You didn't do it. <laughs> I got a. What do you got on the con saving throw? Seven. And you got five points of damage. And, okay. And now the two attacks that come in on our good buddy, Norhill. Here we go. Both of them are hits with a 20 and a 21. Can I get
1: class means nothing.
0: Well, I rolled really well. All right. Are you ready for damage? Yep. All right. You got seven points of damage. From the first, and then the tusk attack. Whew, that boy deals twelve.
1: So, and Norhill is very heartily bloodied. Same
2: for Jarzak.
4: So. Uh,
2: yeah. Heads up, guys. We should probably focus on one target at a time. To you know, they, they hurt a lot.
0: <laughs> and what did uh, what did Norhill get on his con saving throw? Hmm. Natural twenty. Oh, oh, you know what? All right. So with that, um, now, at the after getting tusked, Jarzak, after you feel that like inc- incisionist wound there as that you get pierced by the tusk, and you feel like a weird hot throb in your side as it porks you with that, you feel the itching in the back of your head, and it says, You foul beast. How dare you fall to the likes of this? You'll be just like them. Cleanse yourself, fool. And now we go to Klika.
3: Yay. Klika runs. <laughs> All right. Klika will move up uh, 30 feet. Okay. And then she will bonus action Shadow Blade and throw her Shadow Blade at one of them. Okay. Whichever, whichever one looks the weakest at this can point. I get,
0: can I get the acrobatics check to move at full speed onto the
3: ice? Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to land and look really silly. I'm going to look really silly with a nat one.
0: <laughs> oh, no. So you land flat on your belly and you're like, Pfft. so now you get disadvantage on the attack roll. I'll say you move the full distance, but you chuck it at disadvantage. Okay. Did one of those, like, oops. And as you fall, you throw it.
3: Does a 19 hit? Yep. And this is at less piggy. Sorry, my internet or something's cutting in and out. I keep getting dropped.
0: Were you throwing that at the less piggy?
3: Yeah, whichever one looks the weakest. Yep. Point. So what did you uh get? That'll be 12 damage.
0: All right. All right. And so with that, he looks very hardly wounded as the shadowless blade goes flying through his head um, and comes back to your hand. Now, is that it for your turn? Yeah. Okay, now it goes to to Norhill, and Anton's going to be on deck. Okay, how far away is Les Peggy? Uh, They're in base contact with you.
1: Okay. Uh, So, first things first, I am going to second wind.
0: (laughs) Don't do it. Don't be a hero.
1: I only get six points back. Oof. And that doesn't put me above bloodied. Now what? I'm going to swing at last piggy. All right, good luck. Actually, can I move around a little bit to get advantage?
0: You sure can. (laughs) As you slowly shuffle, a little bit like a...
1: Okay, uh, so (laughs) this uh, is going to be a 23 to hit.
0: That is very good. I think this might be it. Ooh, what have we got? What have we got? Ooh, what you say? Fourteen
1: points of magical piercing and lightning damage.
0: That is a kill. Describe it.
1: Nice. Uh, so yeah, Norhill gets a good solid blow to the side and sends it, you know, like curling down the side of the ice.
0: <laughs> Very good.
1: Okay. And Norhill is going to surge to get an attack on the other one.
0: Nice. Go for by it.
1: Flanking that one too.
0: Indeed. Power through it, Anthony. All right. Let's go find her.
1: Uh, let's see. So that's going to be 21. That's a hit. And I'm going to spend a superiority die to turn this into a disarming attack. Woo! Look at this boy. Uh, so it needs to make a DC 13 strength save.
0: I'm sure he can. I rolled a natural one. Yeah. So he whips the... Maul across the
1: ice. All right, so it's going to take 15 points of magical piercing and lightning damage, and it, the Maul falls at its feet.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I'll say with a natural one, he flicks it across the ice, and it goes flying over towards Anton and Klika. Nice. Not a good thing. And he looks over and sees both of you two with his Maul there, I and mean, it looks like he's planning on running to go pick it up. So now, uh, if that's a your turn, it's going to go to Anton.
1: Uh, yep, is that is he- every possible action type. <laughs>
4: is he within 60 feet of me? Yes. Uh, um, I want to cast hold person.
0: <laughs> he's not a people. He's a pig. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I said that every time.
4: He has to beat a wisdom save of 13.
0: Well, good thing he's wise as fuck. Wait, what was it I had to beat? 13. Ooh, I got an 11.
4: Okay, so
0: that's brutal. That's an Anton spell we haven't really seen yet, have we?
4: Not yet. I had a feeling this might have been useful for today. Um,
0: <laughs> I had a feeling I might need this one today. So,
4: this guy,
0: yeah, he can't move. He's
4: frozen for at least a minute with my concentration as I and as he starts to like freeze up, I yell toward, I yell toward, um. Jarzak to like, get it with your irons, tie him up.
0: We'll do. Antin thank you. Say, look at that. Oh,
4: we I, he, wants to get this shit done and get back to glory. He's like, just <laughs> grab one so we can get <laughs> out of here. Only
0: reason why Anton's being helpful, <laughs> and so that Jarzak starts to slap the irons on the uh, on the back of the uh, piggy. I imagine. As you can hear it wheezing and screeching as it has no ability to move on its own accord. Jarzak sprinting, slapping these on. And since these things are built for this kind of thing, they go on quick and they go on easy, latching in even without the key yet. But as you finish latching it on there and the thing starts to wriggle around as if retaining its strength again, you hear something yell out from the waterfall as everybody was looking away. And you see what could only be described as a human sort of tiger hybrid steps out from the frozen part of the waterfall with a hefty longbow drawn directly down at Norhill and Jarzak, who are trying to keep the pig down. And it yells out in the elven tongue. Does anybody speak elven? No, I do. Mm -hmm. You do? Yep. And it says, what is your business here? Unhand my friend. And that is where we are going to end it.